Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan, as usual, and as always, joined here with my guys. Money Mike, how are you? Hey, I'm great, man. Great weekend. Oh, yeah. Space Jam premiere, our first one, it went great. I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Stat Pat, how you feeling? I'm doing good, man. Just what Mike was saying, like that event went off, and we we're so happy, man. Just feeling all the energy from that. So, yeah, I'm just ready to go right now. Absolutely. We're really excited. Uh, one of the things, what they're talking about, of course, if you follow us or if you listen to our show, uh, you know that we held a special Space Jam movie premiere for underprivileged children in the Los Angeles area. That went off on Friday. We will have video of that. Not today. We're still processing it, but we will have video of that. And a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about that. Uh, other things we're going to talk about, of course, is the NBA playoffs are on the verge. We have a team that is rising to the top, and we're going to discuss that. And then Money Mike and myself had a chance to get by the Drew League today. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you don't know what the Panda friend. Yeah, Pandas. If you don't know what the Drew League is, the Drew League is a off-season basketball league where uh, it's an adult league, but uh, highly skilled, somewhat professional and professional players go to play. College players have teams. Everybody's got a team there. Even uh, Meta World Peace has a team named the Pandas, and that's a team we saw today. We'll discuss that. But as always, we start our show with our man, Marco Nunez. He is our resident athletic trainer here. How you doing, Marco? Doing well, doing well. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good, Marco. Hey, so, you know, let's get right to it, man. (laughs) I feel like I was hoodwinked, man. You know, you know, this whole Kawhi situation, you know, you know, you know, because all of, you know, he has a sprained knee, you know, and, and he may come back, he may come back, he may come back, and then offseason they he has a partial tear of the ACL. How accurate do does the injury report have to be? Because I feel like they kind of were, you know, this is only my own personal opinion, but I feel like that they kind of knew that. But they didn't want to say it because they wanted to kind of let the team think that there was a possibility for Kawhi coming back. So, so you know, I, I don't know if you, if you want to call this the uh, Bill Belichick effect, so to speak, because, you know, Bill Belichick has every single player with the Patriots questionable, no matter whether they're healthy or not. <laughs> and and nobody's like nobody knows whether they're playing. And, and, and if you do fantasy football, it just drives you crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. But either way, you know, a couple in their defense, you know, sometimes if you do have a little bit of a partial tear in there or something that sorts, if swelling accumulates in that area, sometimes it's difficult to see through the MRI and, and maybe they have to wait till the swelling kind of goes down. Now I'm just kind of, you know, kind of, you know, putting myself in, in their shoe, you know, from their side type thing. On the other perspective, kind of, I think we had talked about this earlier is. Um, one, if it is a partial tear, do they wait and see if it starts healing? And then there's no, no, no necessity for surgery type of thing. So maybe they were, you know, a lot of times you just kind of like, let's wait and see. Because at the end of the day, surgery is the last resort. What I told all the athletes, I tell the patients, no matter how minor it is, there is an increase of uh, complications. So you don't want to do it. You always want to leave the surgery for the last resort. In this case, you know, the one they were seeing if he could potentially come back for the playoffs, see how far the Clippers were going to go. So they didn't want to rule him out, so to speak. You know, it could have. Could have felt better. Maybe we've got a knee break, something of this sort, and he could potentially come back. You know, it got to the point that they thought they weren't going to make it. So, okay, well, 
it's you know it is what it is. Let's get you the surgery and let's get you ready for the next season. Yeah, okay. but then they said that he may not even be back to next season. And I know we we all we talk, discuss right. it all the time that you know every athlete is different. We don't want to do timelines, but but man. Cool. Correct, and that's that's the other thing about it. Like, I mean, who was it? Uh, was it Derek Rose? Took a whole year and a half. Remember, he took a full season, gave himself enough time to be able to recuperate and recover. Um, I mean, look at him now. I mean, he's with the New York Knicks, and, and he was playing great. I mean, they, they had a great run in the playoffs. They had a great season. He looked really great. So, I mean, does is Kawhi Leonard taking a page out of uh, you know Derek uh, Derek Rose's book? Um, coming back or maybe not not playing at all next season and, and taking the whole year to be able to kind of recuperate, recover, and be ready to go. I mean, it is his contract year, um, so that's the other thing you got to consider. You know, are teams going to give him the money that he deserves, or do they want to actually see him play and perform until, you know, gets gets his money? Yeah, um, so, Marco, I, one thing I was found very interesting about the whole quiet situation is, you know, just like usually um, anybody that gets injured, they always have um, – you know, they, they do x-rays and they say x-rays are negative. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then they say, we're going to wait for the MRI. Mm -hmm. But when you do the MRI, aren't you already seeing that this already a tear when you do the MRI initially, or do you have to wait? And then something like manifests later on, because if they knew from the beginning that there was a tear, which I'm assuming that's what MRIs is going to show. Um, why being so coy about it? I mean, because everyone knows that they will get the, if, I mean, like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, but it just seemed like once they get the MRI, they know exactly if it's a tear or a sprain, but they were putting out that it was a sprain. So. Correct. Co correct. So majority of the times that's what the purpose of the MRI, the MRI shows the soft tissue, the tendons, the ligaments, the muscles and, and all that sort. The extras are just for the bone and they just kind of rule out any kind of fracture of that sort. So majority of times when you do do the MRI, you can kind of identify what's going on in that part. Now, there's a few occasions, and, and I say this because it, it has happened to me. We had an athlete in summer league um, where he had a little bit of a knee issue. And right away, we took him to a, a local uh, orthopedic there. We did the MRI there. They, they read the MRI, and it, you know the report said that there was no issues or no tears to his ACL. So we're like, we're good. Fine. We came back. We gave him some time off. And I think we did a secondary uh, either oh, the same report. We kind of sent it out to somebody else just for, for a, a second opinion, just to make sure we got all our bases covered. Well, the second radiologist actually came back and said, no, there's actually a tear. And there was the tear in the original MRI. So the question was, was the radiologist off? Was, you know, did they read it wrong? So sometimes yeah. it does happen occasionally here. And I say this because it has happened to me, like I said, with, with one, one of our players and they kind of misread it or, or gave us the wrong diagnosis on that part. So it, it happens. It is possible. Um, does it occur in this case? I don't know. Um, is it where the team is trying to kind of dictate and control what what puts out there? <laughs> that's the point. That's where I was going to go. That, 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 that um, is another thing. This doesn't sound to me. This doesn't sound like the team. The Lakers, at least I've. I mean, we're on this side of the press reports, mm -hmm. so we don't know what they're not telling us. But I don't know if the Lakers have ever really held a well, major right. injury back or news. Yeah. Let me let, let me correct myself. What I by, by say by team, I, I guess I'm not referring to the Clippers. I'm talking about Kawhi's team. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. That, that's I was what I'm referring say. to. I'm not talking. About, exactly I'm not talking about referring to the Exactly what I was going to get to. Who who's controlling that info more in in, in that log? I mean, when we were talking about it, it seemed to me like it's Kawhi's team. Now I'd like to regress really quick because you brought up a point saying it's a contract year. He's getting paid. KD got paid. 
He got paid. He wasn't going to play. He was on the tear. Kawhi's getting paid no matter what he does. So he has really nothing to worry about there. Um, but that was my point. Is this just more of Kawhi and Uncle Dennis? I, I, I've never seen a team really say this, you know, that long to keep him in the playoffs just to play games. Usually coaches say, no, he's gone. He's not on our team. We're moving forward. Correct. And, and you know, in, in this case, it, it's hard to disagree with, with what you're saying, that it's, you know, Kawhi's team somehow is involved in it because this is not the first time. If you look back at what the San Antonio Spurs, when he had the patel tendonitis, it was kind of the same case scenario. He wasn't playing. He is playing. Uh, Kawhi's team was kind of being involved, all this stuff. So it, it does happen. I mean, it, it's, it's, part, it's part of the sport. You have agents, you have entourage, you have people kind of, uh, you know, in, in the players' ears. It, it is what it is. It's, you can't deny it. It exists. Yeah, that's what we were saying. So I just think you always have to wonder uh, whenever you're getting information or not getting information from Kawhi's camp. I, I just don't think the team is 100% in control of that yeah. uh, from my point of view. Uh, anything else going on, Marco, or would you like to let our listeners please know how they can keep up to date with you and what you got going on? Sure. I think, uh, uh, again, uh, if you guys have any questions regarding sports medicine, injuries, recovery, you guys feel free to DM me on Instagram at MarcoANunez17. I'm also putting content or go to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance, where I put up weekly sports medicine tips of the week. Uh, just little tidbits on any, any chronic issues that you might be having, plantar fasciitis, shin splits, or anything of that sort. Absolutely. That. Thank you, Marco. We'll Thank see you, you next week. Yeah, thanks a lot, Marco. We really All right, take care, everybody. Have yeah, a good one. Care. All right, so great news. Yeah, I, I, I personally, with Kawhi, I think it's just his camp. That's yeah, it. it just doesn't seem like um, – It's par for the course of where he's been. Well, yeah, it, like we've seen this movie before. Right? Yeah, it's right. bingo, bingo. Yeah, this <laughs> the is, last time we decided to leave, so it, let's see what uh, – oh. Exactly. So uh, really quick, let's get right to it. Uh, we had a great event. I want to get started with that because yeah. that was just so much fun. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, I'd like to give credit to everybody who took part, everybody who helped, and everybody who made a difference in this event. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and hold up a shirt that we had. This went out to everybody in attendance. Sorry, this is our Space Jam shirt, and everybody in attendance got this shirt. We do have a few extras, and we might have a giveaway coming up, um, but this was actually provided by one of our sponsors for the event called Imagery, and we want to thank Imagery specially. Mm -hmm. right, uh, they right. provided uh, the badges, and they provided all sorts of stuff. They provided the shirts for us, so uh, we really appreciate them, but I actually, if we can, before we get going, uh, it's really important that we thank our sponsors. I'd like to kind of run through a list really quick, because right. uh, these are the people who made it made it possible. Uh, let's start with Eastside Riders Bike Club. Eastside Riders was our main donor for this, uh, our main sponsor, forgive me, for this event. And um, they were amazing. So uh, they brought kids to the event and they had a blast. Their families, they were cheering and laughing during the movie. Yeah. I love to see it. So they were great. We also had United One Protection Services. And if you're a fan of the show, you know that they've sponsored our show in the past. So they're a friend mm -hmm. of ours. Uh, so anything you need for protection services or security you definitely want to hit up United One. Of course, we have Keller Williams. We have Jesse Brown with Keller Williams, and you all know that because she's on our TV commercial, and she also sponsored our show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jesse uh, services all of LA, but she specializes in the South Bay area. So if you have any realty needs, be sure to go see Jesse Brown with Keller Williams. 
Um, and then, of course, we have Tran Tran Bird of State Farm. Tran Tran, again, a, a huge sponsor of the event, made mm-hmm. it possible. And Tran Tran is available for any insurance needs that you need. I mean, she's with State Farm. It doesn't get much better than that. Right. And uh, whether it's rentals ins- rental insurance, car insurance, homeowner's insurance. In fact, I do personally have renter's insurance that yeah. I got from Tran Tran Bird. So um, definitely, if you need anything there, uh, a friend of our show, uh, definitely a, a new friend, but a great friend, Brian Peterson. Uh, Brian Peterson Art. He was a sponsor of this and amazing. Again, helped to make this possible. And then, of course, the Lakers. The Lakers donated rally towels. Everybody got some rally towels here at the event, so the Lakers didn't go unnoticed. Um, and then the partners in the event were Fan Nation TV, which you will be hearing a lot more Ooh, about really soon. Coming soon. Coming boy. soon. Fan Nation TV is a new Buckle streaming up. channel specifically for fans. All original content, all original 24-hour streaming channel that's going to have great shows, including Profanity Nation on there. So uh, Fan Nation TV, we will keep you up to date, but Fan Nation TV was a huge help in this. Of course, the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse, where we're always streaming to every Sunday night, starting at 830 live. Uh, They are our partners. They are our friends. They are our family, and we thank you so much for being a part of this. Exactly. So so we've shout out, and and many others. Um, Andy, I specifically want to point to you, Andy, couldn't have done it without you. You were amazing as well. So uh, everybody that helped, if I didn't mention a name, thank you so much. The kids loved it. I loved it. Look, and guess what? I rooted for LeBron the whole time. <laughs> he did. <laughs> In the movie, he did. Yeah, he's yeah. he's yeah. not a Goon Squad fan. Right. You no. know what I'm saying? Goon Squad was right. Yeah, he's not a Goon Squad yeah, fan. Yeah, but for those of you guys, you know, definitely want to go see the movie. Uh, it's really fun entertainment. They anybody from Warner Brothers was in that movie, so it was really every uh, character, every character, like <laughs> you name it, yeah. you name it. That, they, that was almost there. half the fun. Yeah, yeah that was why, that was what was fun for us. Why was like Voldemort? Like <laughs> <in that front? laughs> they, had, they had characters from the Matrix in there. They had the mask in there. You name it, oh they were there. Scooby Doo was running around. Right, it yeah. didn't matter. Everybody was there. Yeah, was you know great. what? And you know what? You're right. I feel I'm feeling generous. If I get a follow. And two tads tonight while we're on the show. Um, I'll go directly to Instagram and I'll give out two, two shirts. Uh, excellent. Uh, so what do guys. they have to do? All you guys do yeah. is make sure you're following us on Instagram right now. And then tag is, two people. Which is the Profanity Nation. Wait, you've got to put a post up. So put a post for them to tag on the post. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to contact my PR person. There you go. Do it, right do, it, there. do it. Take a picture. Yeah. Put it on. Just take a rough picture. Yeah, put it on right. There right now. There you go. Tag okay. So, so we'll get you out there. And we'll get a shirt going. Um, Money Mike. Money was one of the masterminds behind this. Money, this was your creation, your idea. Um, We really appreciate it. It was amazing. It was amazing. You put a lot of effort into this. And again, the kids really appreciate it. And I just wanted to specifically let you know how much we appreciate it. How much everybody, even the sponsors, they make it possible. But you really brought it together. And it's really appreciated. It was great. It was a great event. Yeah, yeah. No, it was was good. It was fun. (laughs) Uh, always stressful, but I'm happy that we were able to do it because, you know, everything is about giving back, you know, and, and giving uh, people opportunities where they would not uh, have one. So I was happy to see all the kids come out uh, and just have a good time. You know, we have a lot of first time uh, moviegoers 
my my uh, cousins, uh, she called me the day after. We were like, "Hey, that was my daughter's first movie." Stat Pat's daughter was it was their first movie. Mm-hmm. Also, that's that's so, yeah. actually awesome. So, I love yeah, that. So, yeah, so you know, it makes you feel good. That's like, hey, memorable. We're the reason why you know we were the first movie that you were able to see. So yeah, it it, it was great. All the way around. It was great. Stat, we were talking about it, and we're, we're not going to go too much more into the actual movie itself. We don't want any spoilers, that's for sure. But uh, it's no surprise that, you know, the re- reviews haven't been outstanding. I'm going to be honest, I wasn't expecting much. I'm just going to say right. uh, I wasn't expecting much. In fact, I was expecting less than much, mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised. Right. Um, I actually thought the movie was good. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually made me want to watch and see what was going on. Uh, I did not expect a, a Academy Award-winning movie for story, right. but really it had a positive theme and everything. I really liked it. Yeah, if you're looking for Shawshank Redemption, exactly, this is not the movie for you. <laughs> at the same time, um, you know, when you're looking at the movie, you you kind of like, first of all, you're comparing it to Space Jam, the original, with Michael Jordan. And, you know, that was like a hot mess. Even though, I mean, I remember it was memorable for me as a kid, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, you look back at it like, ah, yikes, you know. Um, but then you, and then, and so that's why the bar was so low when it comes here. And you hear some people start throwing stuff out like, would this movie hurt LeBron's legacy? Well, if, no. if anyone thinks that, they can go ahead and put that aside. It did well at the box office. I think it opened, I think, with 80 million for this first week. Is and that what it is? That I what think it did? 80 million. Oh, that's great. Um, that's uh, great and, considering and, it's also streaming. Right, right. right. And so, and, and just like I, I, at the theater, there were a lot of people going to see that movie and right. at the same time we were like you were saying it's not a bad movie if you're going to go see it you wouldn't be disappointed uh animation is great can be into that animation is good once once like um mike was saying it had so many other characters that you could just kind of like you know just pause it and just start picking out all the that was, different, that was like seriously you know. part of the fun <laughs> I, 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 if you haven't seen the movie there's hundreds yeah. hundreds of characters all throughout the crowd watching the game yeah. and you can just sit there pick them out and go oh i remember that yeah. one yeah. from when i was yeah. a kid yeah, i mean obscure characters that were maybe in one cartoon when you were young are there it's yeah. just amazing i was one it was funny like um like you said not spoiling the movie but um ah. to see the dynamic between like um uh lebron and his t- tv wife yes you know, his movie wife and it was like you know savannah was looking at the girl you better not even think like, like <laughs> there was no touching. He did not touch that girl. No, 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 <laughs> no. He did like, like two hugs. Bro, like, two hugs. That was it, man. That's funny. <laughs> there was no kiss on the cheek. That's there was funny. nothing. Else. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh man. Uh oh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, my man, name. let's talk about the the Phoenix not in four. The Phoenix not in four. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um. So, uh. Let's move on to NBA playoffs then. Yeah. Phoenix 9 to 4. Okay. So once again. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> no win now. Yeah. Well, I picked Phoenix in six, and that's not happening either. So. Well, it, <laughs> it may be a six. Yeah. <laughs> it, it may be a six, but I don't know that it's a, a definite. Uh oh. Fredo's in the house. What Fredo. up, Fredo? Hey, uh, shout out to Fredo, man. And for that intro. And I mean, it was great. I mean, like I said, these are all these people that came together for our um, our event. Um, that contributed in, in different ways. I just want to go ahead and say thank you. I mean, like, thank you to Fredo. Um, cause it was just, you know, we, we felt like stars, man. We felt like stars. <laughs> it was, it was actually a really good event. And, um, yeah, I just, just want to just go ahead and give and uh, say what's up to Fredo for sure. Uh, and thank you guys for coming out, uh, for the love. And, uh, yeah, we can go back to the, uh, NBA. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so, so here's the thing. Let me ask go you, we'll, we'll go off here, man. Like, okay. I'm looking. And let me just say this. First of all, 
and, and let me let me just say this really about Giannis. Giannis, I I you know after he didn't want to defend Jimmy Butler, all I was turned off by this dude. Mm-hmm. I was 100% turned off. Yeah, you weren't like, shy to share you, that. You the MVP mm-hmm. in the league, you defensive player in the right. league, and you just like allowed Jimmy Butler to scorch you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happened after game two. This dude right now has been playing like a monster. Yeah. You know, he is the definition of my heart over talent. Yeah. I mean, this guy is has been making the right plays, taking everything in the hole, um, and, and getting everybody a foul trouble. Um, he's still not making his free throws, but other than that, I mean, dude, he's been playing like a beast, and and, and it, it, I have nothing, I have nothing but complimentary things to say about Giannis. He's the reason why they've won three games in a row. Yeah, um, the fact that he's, I mean, he's been the cons- you know the uh, constant. He's been the consistent one. Um, he, but he has taken his game to another level. Um, but then you look at the people that you know at first. The first two games were not really showed up, which was like Holiday and Middleton, and they for the past three games have uh, stepped up. Especially uh, Drew Holiday last game was a really good game for him. Um, and then you have, uh, like you said, um, Giannis. Giannis is putting the team on his back, and he definitely uh, I haven't seen this uh, from him now. But also, I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, so I say that. Because when when he made that block against Aiden, you start hearing stuff like, "Is this the greatest block, the greatest defensive play in the NBA Finals history?" Well, we all know right away that that's only <laughs> if they go on to win. But even if they do, is it though? I mean, because it didn't happen in an elimination game. But, it happened but, in. But, a, but did so, it change the momentum? It did. Did did it is it did it change the momentum and was it the difference maker? Oh, that, definitely that. Then but, that's it. Look, and, but, and if I'm they going, ride that. That maybe it's still not the biggest, but it's right. in line. I, I'm right. Take- I, I would say it was. It was I would put it top five, but it, for, I, I just I just can't stand hyperbole. I just can't stand the best ever. Everything is the best ever, you know. And it's yeah. like just take a step back, look at the context of what the situation was, and then reevaluate. That's all I'm saying. But you know the reaction. You know it, it, the block was amazing. But no he, doubt. He, but his reaction to where he was almost at the at oh three point line. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And, oh, it, uh, it, and for him to recognize and understand what was happening, he was like, oh, they about the alley you. Mm-hmm. And for him to get back there, to me, that's that's more impressive than the block. Mm-hmm. And he took it upon himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's hard over chapter to me. Um, you know, but uh I, I I don't know. Let me uh Clubhouse, what do you guys think about that block? Uh, is somebody the greatest might. defensive player. Is anybody yeah. there that wants to yeah. chat? We got someone. Is that the greatest de- defensive play? Anybody has any comments about that block? You got anyone there? Anybody there? All right, we'll see if they come back in. All okay, right. okay, now here. Okay, yep. Uh, um, I got. Okay. Yeah, Andrea does. There we go, Andrea. Yeah, go ahead. I'm. I, I think I'm just tired of people living in the moment, mm-hmm. and everything is the best at that time. Mm-hmm. I think that we forget about chase down blocks. I've seen some amazing blocks in my time and yes it was good in the moment but of all time it's a far stretch mm-hmm. which where would you put it though would you put it top five top ten what do you think i would say top five though i would put it probably at five does it matter uh the team and the actual fact that they have not won and i think i think it matters what the end result will be for the series um and what what end of the spectrum it'll be on so if the bucks go on to win i truly believe that's gonna stay in people's mind like the moment that the whole series shifted yeah i believe that i mean you and you make a great great point about 
um, depending how this in series ends. Um, I, I think um, I think that's the reason why the point for you know Derek Fisher shot is not as big as you know the Ori shot. And, and when we talk about Laker um, lore and Laker history, because of the fact that we went and wrote that into a championship uh, point four, even even though it was an amazing. Uh, shot, which is probably more impressive than or you know, three point shot against the Kings, but we lost in the championship, so now it's kind of like loss in obscurity. So, um, it's definitely a you know, great point what you were saying because I do believe we are prisoners in the moment, and everything you know, everyone's always saying the best ever, and I just can't stand hyperbole when it comes to just basketball plays. And just let's take a step back, let's look at it, and then you know, reevaluate a little, you know, when all the dust is settled. Just enjoy the game, right? That's it. Just yeah. enjoy the game. Enjoy what's in front of us and stop worrying about it. Let's at least wait until, like you say, the series is over. Yeah. Then you can look at it as a complete unit and put it into perspective and see how that fits. Otherwise, you're looking at the 73-win Golden State Warriors saying, hmm. <laughs> right, the best team in best team right? You can put any team in a small little bubble with parentheses on the side and get rid of this and get rid of that, and they look like – like you said, you got to put it all together yeah. and see what that is. Okay, uh, let's move on to the other team. Okay, there's a there's a player on that other team called Chris Paul. Uh, I, it feels like America is rooting, or at least was rooting for Chris Paul, even <laughs> yeah. though Chris Paul was considered kind of a villain. Yeah. Now when he made it there, all of a sudden everybody's like, hey, we want you know Chris Paul to win. Um, what are we thinking about the Suns there? I mean, how do you <laughs> – you know, it, it's really interesting. It's almost like they ran, kind of ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Chris Paul, I mean, everybody was talking about last series, he found a fountain of youth. And yeah. and, and he yeah. was he, he was just, oh, my God, we didn't yeah. know he had it in him. And now he <laughs> looked like uh, he got old again. So. But, see, you, and then, but here we go. Here we go back again, talking about, like, we're talking about prison in the moment. Because I remember just last week when they were up 2-0, here we go talking about where he st- where he sits in top you know in in top point guards Already, of all exactly. time. Is he, is he is he is he better than Isaiah Thomas? I mean, I mean, what one championship versus two championships? Like you know, three trip- like it's you know what I'm saying? Like it's just we just start thinking, and then all of a sudden we we wait a week, and now those same people that were talking about him before how great he you was. Know, I have a question. I'm not I'm talking. I want to dive deep into this. Who 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 are the people? Is it really the people, you know, or is people. it the talking heads? Is oh, it, definitely. Is it the oh, Stephen it was, A. Smith? It is, the, is it the media the that, that, that we're kind of we're not we're not against them, but we are the anti-media show. We're the fan show. So we're the, you know I, I don't necessarily hear my peers, my other fans, fan nation out there, a professional fan saying, "Oh, CP3." You know, right? But but that narrative somehow gets out there. Yeah. Look, like, you know what it is. Coaching. No, I mean honest, the coaching. I mean, because here's the thing: you already know the plays. We we're we're at game, this point. Yeah, we're we're, we're we're about to go to game six. We know what they're running. We know the bat pits. We know how the we know all the the bag of tricks. We've seen them all. We've seen them all. Now it just boils down to coaching. And I think that Boone has has her. Oh, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think he's made the best the best uh, adjustments. It has to be. Right, he he said, "Giannis, we're gonna have you starting game three, taking everybody to the hole. You know, we're gonna change our defensive uh, schemes because mm-hmm. Phoenix right now Booker is balling. I mean, he's mm-hmm. scoring forty points. He's trying mm-hmm. his best to take over the game, but they're not phased off of that. And I think he has to boils down to coaching. Yeah, um, you know, like you said, um, they also made an adjustment by putting Giannis at the five. Um, that helped out. That really killed a lot of uh, stuff that." Um, that Phoenix was doing with Aiden 
um, having him at the five. Um, I mean, people, I mean, we want to look at Chris Paul and Booker, but DeAndre, <laughs> I mean, he was a guy that was like a walking 2020 guy. And, and Again, now, they said big three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, like, like oh, I said, yeah, like big we're, three. These, we're, we're hearing dynasty talk. I mean, I know. I mean, we're hearing dynasty talk. Oh, I mean, and we're like, wow. And it's like, you want to get a guy named Cam. Cam Johnson is like the face of like the new uh, you know, era of like NBA. And like dynasty talk. And they haven't won one. Calm down. Like, let, us win, let them win first. You know, if and, they can, and if they if they don't, then let's put them back where they're supposed to. Also, I want to say this to anybody: they're actually playing a healthy Bucks yes. team, healthy, and this is the truth. Healthy, so hmm, they're losing. <laughs> <laughs> Which you kept saying if they hit a healthy I mean, team, they, how would they, they react? A healthy team first, and then we start go ahead and start going, you know. Dynasty talk. No, we're not doing that right now. All right. So before we continue, we're going to take a quick break really quick. Uh, Then when I get back, I want to see what your thoughts are on how this series is going to end. Okay. So don't go anywhere. You're watching or listening to the Profanity Nation podcast here, and we will be right back. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Thank y'all for sticking around again. We are the Profanity Nation podcast, and that is one of the coolest commercials you'll ever see on TV. <laughs> especially, especially when it's written and directed and produced by the person that said that. Exactly. I, I, got, I got one new follow from Clubhouse so far. Oh, nice. Okay. Let's see how we're looking. All right. All right. All right. All right. So someone's going to get a shirt, it looks like. Um, okay. So we were talking about the Bucks and the Suns. We're talking about the NBA playoffs, the 2021 NBA playoffs. Uh, they're going to have an asterisk with this one, I guess. Every playoff gets an asterisk this day because everyone was injured something. I don't know. They'll find a reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, we were talking your, your about win. Yeah, we were, we were talking about how they preemptively like to proclaim dynasties and such with teams that have really well, never won bad. anything in, in any common era of time. But uh, we would like to know. I'd like to know. Okay, of course, uh, Bucks are up 3-2 against the Suns. I um, think it's going seven. You believe it's going seven. I like that money, Mike. And how do you see that finishing out? Oh, you know, see, here's the problem. I think it really is a toss up, um, but I I gotta stay with Phoenix because I have Phoenix home court the series. But home court make a difference. Court, um, look, let me just say this. I'm, I know I'm telling the subject, dude. I know we I know we Laker fans. But I'm gonna tell y'all right now, Phoenix fans, they're they're dope. Did y'all see that guy counting the money with, when Giannis was doing the free throws? Like they they're. Did you see that? Yeah. Fill it in. Fill it in. in okay, so they they have this guy right. He had hundreds, right? He had hundreds, and every time they would count one, you know, two, two. If you don't know, Giannis takes a long time at the free throw line, and you're only supposed to get ten seconds. So actually, it was the last series they started doing that. But Phoenix is taking yeah. over and taking, but they're taking it to so a whole they, other yeah, level. So they, they count do. to ten when he's at the line <laughs> to try and rush Man, him. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just saying the subject. Go over, ahead. But, but dude, I was like, dog, that's so crazy. The dude had hundred dollar bills, and he was like one, two, and he's counting. Hundreds, but he had like thirteen of them because he knows they'll go, <laughs> go over mean, the tech. Look, I mean, Laker fans are amazing, you know, and and I'm a loyal Laker fan always. But man, their creativity is is off the chains. Hey, I was always in awe of the OKC fans when they were rolling. 
yeah they were great just like a college atmosphere they were just beautiful beautiful okay uh so so you still haven't said yeah so um you've avoided I think, I think it's going seven and i have to pay phoenix because i picked phoenix in the beginning okay of the you series. did say that's right go ahead step hat going with my original pick uh bucks and six so oh you think it's over it's over i yeah i mean i mean i, I can't go back on it now <laughs> but, <laughs> You're like I'm on the verge. I can't like, change my mind. Do that. <laughs> change um, my mind. Now. Yeah, but um, no. I, I mean, you know, I, I, the next last game was the one that opened my eyes. If they would have lost the game, oh, I, it, you know, I would have said, okay, and it makes sense that you know, just holding serve, and we're just gonna wait till we get the game seven and fin- finishes. But um, the fact that the Bucks knew that game five, I mean, seventy two percent of all teams that win game five. game five win the NBA championship. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows that. It's it's probably it's. I don't know if it's the best uh, game uh, of a series. I think, you know, obviously game sevens are always great, but game five is always turned out to be like a really it's a telltale, telltale to, I mean, who's going to grab control of the series right now when it's tied up. Um, and the Bucks came out there. They were down early and they came back and they won that game and they were actually, you know, putting it on them in the second half until they, that last finish, which obviously was amazing. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Gotcha. I think it's Giannis to get his uh, first ring. Okay, so so I'll be the first to admit I was wrong. I did pick the Suns in six. I was wrong, obviously. Uh, <laughs> very wrong. However, I will still pick, uh, stay with my choice of the Suns. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that uh, they have it in them. I think that they're the team of destiny mm-hmm. <laughs> this year. I just feel like that, even though, even though Jonas has gone through the heartache mm-hmm. and that letdown that you have to have, mm-hmm. I feel, to win the title. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Money. Yeah, what, what clubhouse? What do you think? Anybody over there blinking mic? Anyone got a mic? Go, go ahead, Chris. I oh. I think it's. I'm sorry. Um, I think it's going to be the Suns and seven. I I think because they cut the lead down last night to within four points. Mm-hmm. So I think leaving there and going back, I I really see them turning it up for Game Six. So, so you think that they actually played well enough for 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 themselves, considering where they're playing and the game that they had enough to take away from that and and build on for the next one? Yes, I do. All right, excellent, All right. excellent. Anyone else over there in clubhouse? Anybody, Andrea? Let's hear from you. Man, I I believe Drew cannot reduplicate what he just did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, very simple, them. like. They literally have to consistently, that big three has to play big for them to, you know, win. And I believe that when they're on the road, somebody's going to fall off. So that means Phoenix will win. Um, And then, you know, when they get back home, the Suns just arena is electric. I feel like that's going to push them over the hump. And Chris Paul knows this is his last chance. You heard it here. If he don't win this year, that's it for him. Yeah, well, look, I will tell you something. I kind of agree with you, Andrea, with that point because when they walked off the the court, it, it, it they they had a different walk in Game Five. The, yeah, that last game, they were angry. They were angry that they 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 feel like they let that one go away, get away. And I think that they was like, no, we're not doing this again. You know, I mean, we're looking at Chris Paul, looking at Booker and and Aiden. You know, Aiden was all three of them was like. Just you, you could see something different when they when they walked off that floor. So uh, I definitely think they could push it to game seven. I just don't know because Giannis looks determined too. I'm looking at you know I'm not looking at uh uh you know the gameplay. I'm looking at the body language right now. You, you always know, do, you know? and you're always a very yeah. good te- that you always and, use that as a telltale right. sign. And, and and Giannis is like focused. But see, too. that's the thing. I mean, 
I know the Booker's a bad man. I know Chris Paul is, you know, obviously first ballot Hall of Famer. Aiden is, is up and coming. Um, but the look, if we're talking about looks of determination and hunger, um, Giannis, it looks like he has that right now. Right. And he is going to kick this door down. He is playing at an unbelievable level right now. Um, also, I believe if we're talking about like oper- windows of opportunity and how like, you know, if the window closed or how open is it? Um, and the Nets was spanking them before <laughs> Kyrie went down and they didn't even have Harden when they were spanking them. Yep. So that team ain't going away neither. So we're talking about trying to win this championship. Both of them are looking at, okay, it ain't going to be the same as next year as it is this year. So we need to get it now. If we don't get it now, next year, we're not going to just go in and walk up there and going to beat the Nets. The Nets are going to come back and try to have some revenge on their mind as well. Yeah, but see, the difference is, though, like if Giannis uses or loses, then we'll be like, all right, well, he'll have another chance simply because he's young. Chris Paul loses this. this oh, it was that right. actually would well, see, but that brought my point right there. Okay, so so I'm a firm believer that uh, if you haven't heard, I'm a firm believer that in order for a team to go win a championship, they have to suffer some kind of heartbreak first. They have to get to the finals, get to the conference finals, and lose, and then that gives them that drive. Uh, you remove CP3 from the Suns. Who has that? Um, nobody. Nobody. Mm-hmm. So so it, does CP3 have enough? to pull Booker and to pull these players pain and pull all these players through who really are playing on house money right now. Right. They're way ahead of schedule where they thought they would be. Right. They know it. You can't, you can't convince them different because they were looking at their window of time going our windows in two, three years. We'll give it to the Nets for the next year. They're way ahead. Is Chris Paul's heart. Is that enough to pull them through because the entire Bucks team went through it? Right. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing though. Like Milton is playing like a superstar. Right. He's consistently been doing that. But consistent. Then, well, hold on. Like I said, well, consistently, like the last three games, he's actually really been playing really good. But yeah. you know, he has that letdown game. Yeah. You know, he has that game where he he literally goes from uh 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 all star. You know, he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer yeah. to. Uh, dude, why is that guy on the court? I mean, he has games where there were fools are actually literally, literally out there. Those, those talking heads we're talking about that mm-hmm. tried to make it make Giannis the Robin in right. this situation, saying yeah. he's really. Oh, no, they did. Yeah, I think that was what's on that, Mr. Perkins. <laughs> what are we talking about now? I think that like, was, that you know, like, Kendrick. calm down, pump the brakes on that. Um, but yeah, um, he's gonna have to play out his mind. Drew Holiday is gonna have to play out his mind, and he he can lay an egg. You know, Drew Holiday yeah, can lay an egg. All of them can. They can lay an egg. All of them um, can. That's, a, that's why it's so. And, and, and what we're talking about, and, and, you know, just go to your point, Chris Paul has been let down, I mean, have a, you know, let ga- down games the past three games. He can come back and have one of those games he did in game seven. I mean, 42. I'm getting one and go with 41 easily. Yeah. Like, he can do it. I mean, he has the capability. He has to do it, though. Yeah. He has if he doesn't do it, they're out. Yeah, he has no excuses. He's not hurt. Mm-hmm. And usually it's because he was hurt, but he's not hurt. He's mm-hmm. healthy. You know, he already had COVID twice, so he can't get a third time. Oh, so. you don't know. <laughs> he's breaking <laughs> barriers with science there. I have no <laughs> idea what's up with that. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I mean, you know what? But wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know what? If he does, you know where he can go. Right. He can go to the Pure Life Wellness Alternative <laughs> Center located in Chatsworth because the Pure Life Wellness Alternative Center, which happens to be 
be one of our sponsors is an awesome place to go for your alternative medical needs. You know what I'm talking about. You go there, you pick up what you need, you chill out, you hang out. That's where you go. That's where you're going to go ahead and stick around. Um, and uh, Pure Life Wellness Alternative Center in Chatsworth, California. If you're anywhere near there, stop by, say hello, tell them Profanity Nation sent you. I promise you they're going to treat you right. All right. Thank you. Uh, yes. Okay. Let's continue now. Um, where did we leave? <laughs> hey, I want to talk about the Lakers, man. You want to talk about the Lakers? Okay. Well, the hey. Lakers, even though the Lakers aren't in the playoffs, they're never we, we, out we got, of the news. We got to talk about it. Never out of the news. We got to talk about it. And that's not just because we are in Laker land. They're always dominating the news. Now, Not the Lakers have not muddled a word. This player has not said a word. In fact, he went out to say, I haven't said a word. And it doesn't matter. The rumors you know are saying. Well, 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 we already know that word. Okay. You know we know that word. And what we're talking about is the fact that uh, a solid gold uh, character goon squad uh, may be rumors that Dame Time could be heading out of Portland and that, of course, the Lakers are going to try to make some waves for that. They'd be fools not to. Uh, most of the league doesn't believe that the Lakers have what it takes to make that trade or pull that trade off. However, yeah. the Lakers are the one team in history that have found a way to do things that no other team has been able to do. And uh, I'd love to see, is there anyone at in the Clubhouse app uh, fan club room that has anything to say about the Dame rumors, whether they like it, don't like it, believe it, or don't believe it? If so, go ahead and chime your mic. Uh, we're all excited here, of course. We don't feel it's an absolute must, but if it happened, then it's it's done. Blink your mic, Clubhouse. Oh, no, I know you guys oh, have an idea. Shay, go ahead. What do you think? I would obviously love Dame to be a Laker. I mean, I know it's going to be next to impossible, but like you said, you know, we've done a lot of impossible things in the past, so it's possible. I'm just being optimistic. You want to come. <laughs> We welcome you, Dame. <laughs> exactly. We will welcome with open arms. Shay, thank you so much. Shay was one of our guests yeah. uh, who showed up at the Space Jam premiere. Thank you so much. It was so awesome to see you and your husband. You guys are both awesome. Represent. Yeah. Represent. yeah. Thank amazing. you. Uh, anybody else on there? No, thank you, guys. It was amazing. It was such an amazing event. It was so packed. It was like a movie premiere. You know, everybody, all the kids had fun. So, Thank you guys so much. You guys did an amazing job. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank hey, Andre, I see you blinking your mic. You have a comment? Are we getting dang? What do you think? Man, we could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, sell whatever you got to sell, purchase whatever you got to purchase. Let's get that man here. You need like yesterday. We we do have some some young pieces. Yeah, yeah. Caruso and a, and a Horton. Well, they weren't, they weren't even talking about that. They were talking about Montrez, and I'm not sure because Montrez, well, Montrez has to opt in just to get in, traded out. Right? But you know, they shoulder though too. They were talking about signing trade with shoulder. Okay, so they're uh, talking about also, players we're not even and, and Drummond. And so draft pitch, which we always no, give I, I, I could assure you, Caruso, yeah. Taylor Horton Tucker, and pieces, probably KCP and some other pieces right. are heading out if if that's going to happen. Yeah. Anybody else there? Anybody else? And one more person? Uh, Andrew, let's hear from you. And then I got you, Dr. Randy, after that. Um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was on actually Damian Lillard's live, and LeBron said, he said something about Dame joining, and then Dan was like, make that call, make that call. So, <laughs> um, yeah, anything is possible. Um, and we all know LeBron is a businessman. He knows how to get people on the team. He knows how to build a solid foundation. So, um, yeah, he would have to – we would have to give up extreme pieces 
for for Damien, obviously. But mm-hmm. I think that could happen. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of stuck. This is last year of his contract, so you know he could walk away with nothing. Doctor Randy, what do you think? I definitely welcome him with open arms. For anyone who thinks that <clears throat> we don't have enough pieces or anything to give, um, that only holds up if you think that every trade in NBA history has been an even trade. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, that true. part. Uh, Kwame yeah. Brown, Pelgasol. In fact, I don't want to be on Kwame's list. So Kwame hey man, they got Javaris Crittenden. They got Javaris Crittenden. You know what? Come on, man. Look, he was another one. Sleep on. I'm more with Kobe saying, "Hey, stop knocking Kwame." And to be honest with you, I don't want to be his next. Target. Yeah, I think he's done. So he, he had he had shout, a, shout he had, out to he had fifteen minutes of yeah game. he had sixteen so he he had more than normal more than normal. <laughs> we'll see if he can parlay yeah. that into something, dude. So, I actually like Kwame. So I think you know look, I think there is a whole lot of validity to these rumors. Um, I believe that uh, Dave Lillard has said has not said anything, but I think his people have said something, and I think that they are really trying to figure out how they could make it work. But the problem is these types of trades historically, and you guys know with the Lakers are usually under wraps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't hear about them. They just right. happen. Right. And so that's what makes me nervous about this because it's so much, you know, everybody's watching every, every move. It, 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 it's almost like the rumors have to kind of die down. Then a trade get made. And then, um, then you know, then we move on about the business. The Lakers are the most used team in the NBA. Oh, my God. And what I mean by that is whether they're involved in trade talks or not, their name will be dropped just to increase the value and yes. the cost to other teams. Yes. So <laughs> you just really can't tell anything because mm-hmm. if he wants to go or if the Knicks are the team they want to make the trade with, they're going to talk about the Lakers to increase the trade mm-hmm. value from the Knicks. And we're just suckers. Yeah. We're just sitting here going, oh, we want it. Yeah. And, and then, you know, then, of course, they'll try to, if, if the Lakers are involved in the trade and they think they do have a, a viable uh, trading partner with us, then we'll get fleeced, and they'll try to go and ask for way more. Way too much because we're the Lakers. I mean, because we're the Lakers, and so um, you know, I would love Damon to be on the team, of course. You know, of course. Um, just looking at, I mean, yeah, I know people are saying that anything's possible. You know, I get my KG on. Anything's possible, but um, <laughs> but I just he was right. I'm Doc just, Rivers won the title. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he was right. All right. Um, but when you look at like the assets, man, I mean, I know we got this is like we gotta we gotta get a third or fourth team in there. And at the end of the day, Dame gotta come to us. Like so we're well, everybody's doing these like these three way trades and everybody getting their assets, like the main the big fish is still coming to the Lakers. And so those other two teams have to really like think at the end of the day, we're gonna help the Lakers get Dame. Well here's the thing. And it's just I, I think it's gonna be Boston. I think they're gonna trade in for Jalen Brown and some picks. You think we're going to work with Boston? No, I no, think, no, no. Just, oh, you think Dame's going to Boston? I think yeah. I think he'd find a way to go to the Knicks. They've got nothing but. Rangers. I mean, if they if it's, that should be. I mean, I, I mean, think he's going to go to the Knicks. If he goes to the Knicks, it's can, it's good. It's great for everyone. I he mean, can write his own record. Right great there. for the NBA. Yeah. I, I mean, the Madison Square Garden be rocking because they get to see him do his thing with Julius. Yeah, yeah, and and RJ Barrett. Um, so, Boy. yeah. I, I would say that would be a good a uh, good fit for him as well. Yeah, I see him. What if he it. actually just stays? Like, what if they the Blazers end up doing something with CJ McCollum, more so like trading for Ben Simmons? 
And you know, I don't see that. I'm trying to find the ways to uh, please Damian Lillard and more so make him stay. I, I I don't see anything they can do to take them out of being perennial, just middle of the the pack team. They've been there forever. Yeah. Um, with very very few times that they've actually competed for a title, but they're always in the playoffs. Um, I, I just don't see with McCollum going out the door that they're going to get anything big enough to satisfy and really, um, and, and, you know, you're not just talking about Dane, you're talking about his people, his mm-hmm. people have to be satisfied that no, we have a real chance when you're talking about the Lakers with LeBron and AD, you're talking about the nets over there. You're talking about the bucks or the Suns, but let's just go with the bucks right now. Um, you know, uh, who knows what happens with the Clippers. They've got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not even close. Mm-hmm. They're not, and Utah, you know, was first in the league this year. They went out. Um, uh, Portland's not going to get there by trading CJ McCollum. Um, a team that has the assets that probably can get a trade for him would be Golden State. They do have. Um, that they, would be ridiculous. They, they do have the assets. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, if they, they if they really want to make a, a strong push, plus plus the hometown uh, the hometown element to that trade oh, is just something. Wow. Uh, something for him to hard. I mean, just imagine. I mean, yeah, of course, you got Clay and Steph at the backcourt, but you got a Dame and Steph on the backcourt. Uh, I mean, it's just going to be. Isn't uh, that the crazy. complete anti of what he always said he would want to do, though? Well, I yeah. Mean, that's, what's the difference then, with the but, Lakers? Yeah, but see, why is all this stuff coming out now? I mean, because he just said these things. What you're saying, he said that last year, yeah. last summer. He was like, no, yeah. it wouldn't, couldn't be me. Yeah. And so now, all of a sudden, the rumors are like, I did all I could. Yeah, you know, I did. I gave, well, I gave the city everything. But he never. That, but see, that's the beauty of him not talking, right? Because uh, you know he's talking about he's loyal to Portland. Mm-hmm. He has no control over a trade, especially if he doesn't talk. You know, they were saying too that that if he did ask for a trade at this point, the the Portland fans would just burn him. What the? Come on. Okay. Come on. Exactly what for? <laughs> I don't think they would actually. I think they would celebrate him and say, "Hey, we get it." I mean, but, what, what does okay. that mean, though? What what does that mean? Like they burn Harden's jersey. Okay, cool. You know he, you know. Thank you. You bought, if you want to buy a jersey and pay me and burn it, I'm cool with that. Yes, but right? but it's the sim- the symbolism that comes with you, that. You bought the jersey. I got the money. It's, you're dead to me. I got the royalty money, yeah. and you decide to burn it. Cool. That's I'm know. still over in New Jersey. Try, well, mean, LeBron had the he, ultimate. He's all, you burn my jerseys, and then I come back, and you got to yeah, buy, buy that shit again. again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you like me now. You bought it again, didn't you? Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Kept so, that jersey. Yeah, that, that original <laughs> right. uh, that, that rookie yeah. jersey that you bought. Uh, yeah, right. that yeah. So, you know, look, I, it doesn't matter to them, to them especially, especially nowadays. You know, in the, in the 90s, yeah, it, it, it meant something because there was loyalty to the team. Now, every year, the superstars get traded. You know, nobody stays outside of Duncan or Kobe, you know, 20 years of the same team. Yeah, you got like a hot five years. Right. I think maybe Curry may do that, but that's an if, too. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) but you know how everyone – it's funny that you go on Twitter, everyone, their mom always – like any star that's disgruntled. Next year, you know, you got five minutes. They in the they Photoshop Laker jersey on top of them. Right. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Which, which they keep that, that on tap, just True. ready to go. <laughs> I think they're all the pictures already made with yeah. every player in the NBA, and they just go oh, that one, that one, that one, because you're and they look good, dude. Yeah. I, saw, I they saw, do. I saw one that was uh, it was funny because it was Alonzo Ball, 
And it was like, like, look at my Photoshop. And it's literally Lonzo Ball in this, like, rookie shirt. <laughs> 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 like, and look good, too. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn, that's some good shot. Yeah. That's good Photoshop <laughs> that's skills funny. right there. That, that's, that's funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, so um, fun stuff. Again, Lakers always in the news. Um, but uh, uh, we'll see what happens. That'll just have to play out, and things will heat up as we get closer to the draft and all that good stuff. But uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to another event that we had some fun with today. Uh, uh, Money Mike and myself had a chance to get out to, again, the Drew League. The Drew League is a adult basketball league here in the Southern California, Los Angeles area. Uh, they play at random places. Today was uh, Bosco High School, uh, which you went to the wrong location at first. But now I play. went actually to Drew. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the wrong I school. I went to Drew. Like, where? <laughs> and it was at Bosco. Like, okay. <laughs> like wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, they should call it the Bosco League. So. Uh, but it was awesome, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh yeah, it was great. I mean, you know, if if you want to see some, um, you know, professional caliber, you know, uh, players there, um, you you have obviously player, professional players uh, already in the lead there, but you also have a whole lot of overseas players. Um, you know, it, it was very aggressive too. Like, you know. Oh, uh, they play to win. Yeah, they play to win. Yeah, Man, they Man, care. Peace almost got he got one tech. You know, he almost got a second. He took the mic away. So you know, he tried to take the mic yeah. away from the MC there. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was, it was pissed off. Yeah, but he was. I mean, his team was losing. <laughs> they lost by thirty. So that's yeah. what. Oh happens, yeah, they right? got spanked. Yeah. Like, I saw no. it was 81, 51. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. So it was, like, if you guys are local, go go down to Drew League. I think it's free to get in, mm-hmm. unless you want to sit full court, but you're in a high school gym, so. <laughs> seats are great everywhere. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> you know the the atmosphere is awesome. It's electric. Everyone's it's hot. It's in a gym, but um, everyone's really excited, happy to be there. It's fun. They've got the DJ uh, spinning the tunes in yeah. between the games and in between the uh, timeouts. Um, but you're sure to see, like you said, some very high caliber play. Uh, you will see NBA players that stop by there from time to time. I know Trez has been there this year. Yeah. Uh, Nick Young, former NBA player, was going to be there today. Uh, also, there's players there, some teams from um, the Bruins. And, yeah, they, uh, have, they actually have a UCLA team, and uh, which is BB2 yeah. or something. Uh-huh. And, and then a Trojan uh, team, which, Trojan team. So these teams are made up on. of Trojan players from, yeah. from the Trojan basketball team. And don't so. forget the ball, brothers. I get the, 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 the triple ball Bs. Yep, that's yep. always entertaining, right? And then uh, the game we saw today was the uh, first place public enemy. Uh, they have the MVP on their team, and then they were playing the Pandas. The Pandas is a team coached by Meta World Peace, run our test, of course. Uh, Panda, that's Panda, Panda, that's Panda, our Panda. Laker co- connection there. Um, they were a little bit outmatched today. Uh, <laughs> you know, a little. They, they were a little. You know what? They, they, they play hard, but yeah, they were a little outmatched today, and, and you saw it. And then, you know, it ended up in the score 81 51. Meta coaches with some fire yeah. just like the oh, way yeah. he played Meta, Meta was pissed Meta was pissed but it, it didn't work he has his son Jerron on the team and Jerron plays really well he's okay yeah he's good so it, he's it's okay yeah it's, it's, it's fun it's it's a fun environment hey no hey shout out hey shout out to Daniel Artes man um and that's your nephew man so you know of yeah, course absolutely. yeah I'm fun. not back I mean <laughs> he, he definitely plays better than me Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's 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 saying a ton, man. I think I'm sure he's going to thank you for that next week when he sees you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna call you out like Fredo did. Oh, oh yeah! Shout, shout out to Fredo, man! Shout yeah. out to Fredo. 
Yeah, he definitely put me on blast unexpectedly. But, but it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, we're all professional. We keep it, we keep it. You handled it. You handled it well. Um, again, so if you're interested, that's uh, Drew League, and I think it's DrewLeague.com. But if you just uh, Google Drew League, D-R-E-W, uh, that's a can't miss. You will enjoy it. You will have fun. Get out there. Um, just, uh, you know, wear a tank top and, and, you know, be ready to. Word of advice. Do not. At look for directions on the Drew League website because it will take you to Compton and 120th and it's not there. <laughs> it's at John Bosco High School. I mean, um, but uh, we will be we'll be reporting on that probably through the end yeah, of the season here, absolutely. which is coming up. And then on August 4th, they have an All Star game that we'll definitely be at, yeah. definitely be reporting on, and uh, maybe even get some interviews from some players yeah, uh, when yeah. we get back there. Yeah. Now, of course, as always, uh, if you follow or listen to the show, you know how we like to end the show here. We like to end it with giving money mike the last word and this is called money mike's out of bounds mike's going to go ahead and share a situation or an opinion and he wants to know if his thoughts on this situation is inbounds or out of bounds all right uh, everybody in the los angeles lakers brand club him. room be sure to be listening because we're going there and we want to know what you guys think inbounds or out of bounds money mike you got it well hey i'm three and oh late in the last yeah man i'm gonna need some help I need some help with this one, okay? okay. I need y'all to rock with me though, because don't hate on what I'm saying. Don't hate on it. Y'all, y'all got to think of it objectively. Depends on what you're saying, bro. All right, cool. So, 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 today or yesterday, wherever it was, uh, the USA basketball team announced that uh, Bradley Beal, you know, is under COVID protocols and he would not be playing, you know, for the USA team, and they have replaced him with. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I know. I don't know this guy. Maybe y'all do. His name is Keldon Johnson, right? And um, and they brought Javel McGee, you know, as a big man, right? So now let's go over this roster, right? I'm just gonna go to twelve. We got Bama Bayou, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, um, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum. I don't think we're gonna win this year. I think I don't think we don't. They, I do not think that we're going to get the gold. Am I out of bounds? I'm not rooting against them. Of course, not. I want them to win. Of course, but am I out of bounds to say that this team is not strong enough to win a gold medal? I'm going to take the first one on that money, Mike, and I am going to say that as currently set up, you are inbounds. However. I think it depends on what happens with the Suns. I think if Booker loses, he's going to come out and he even hits the Olympics. He ain't letting it go. And he's going to play with some Kobe fire and with that Mamba mentality. And I think he's going to bring it home. Now, if he wins the titles, he may be a little full, a little happy and not have that same mm -hmm. fire. I think it depends on what happens with the Suns. So, so hold on. Chris Milton's on team. So is that the same thing? No, no. Okay. Booker, he Chris Middleton doesn't yeah, play with Milton, the same players. Booker, yeah, Milton no. is not. No. You know, we didn't even look at him in the same. No. Uh, you know, no. Uh, he's I not guess. a Kobe disciple, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. All right, no. cool. All right, let's get to. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm get a to clubhouse, I, and we'll get to Pat. I'm gonna holler at Crispy because you know, I, I know Crispy gonna have my back. Crispy, you there? Yeah, man. I'm actually kind of busier now, but um, I was the UR in bounce. Uh, I hate. I can't elaborate too much in it, but man, definitely in bounce. I agree All right, cool. All right. Anyone else there to uh, support I, you? Anybody else on Clubhouse? Blink your mic. I need one more. He needs one more. To I need one more. All right, Beauty. All right, here we go. No, Hi, I think you're. I think you're in bounds. All right, man. Let's do it. 
Let's do it. All That's right. scary. Hey, is it? Can I get uh, uh, sweet? What, what do you oh. think if you're still there? If you're still there, what do you think about uh, my thoughts on whether the Suns win and, and how Booker does? Depending will depend on how the USC, USA team does. Yeah, Mike. I, um, go ahead, Beauty. You can say I'm it. sorry. I I agree with that as well. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Was that crispy chiming in? Yeah, crispy. Go ahead. Go ahead crispy. Something else. I was just gonna agree with you as well, man. Um, I feel like. Devin Booker, his drive will go down if they win the ring just because he's going to be relaxed, you know. Um, I got the ring, so why not? Well, I mean, why go hard? I mean, I already accomplished what I, I came to do mm-hmm. on the league, so I agree with you, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I, I, although it might seem odd, I just think that, that they are connected. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. did you want something to say, Aaron? One more. Yeah, I was going to disagree, and I oh, believe that. I should never yeah, call on you. I'm sorry. I'm just joking here. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, the only reason why I would disagree is because I believe that Devin Booker does have that Kobe mentality, and he knows that Kobe was once who, one who, uh, I believe, did Kobe win uh, the Olympic gold medal? Yes. Yeah, it was was the same. uh, So I feel like he would want to follow similar footsteps. Okay. And yeah, yeah, and I believe he has a Kobe mentality, so he's not just going to just like. You know, take a game off just because it's like, all right, I didn't win. Like, you know, he's going to at least try to obtain some type of gold. So, I like okay. that. Cool, I like cool. that. I like that. So, um, Pat, so yeah. Think? So, oh eight, um, the Lakers lost to the Celtics in the championship. So, um, to so so to uh, reiterate your point, um, Kobe then with the redeem team came and they won the the gold medal in that year that that summer. So and summer then followed and it then up they in won eight oh nine and then the in ten they won. But so but took the loss from the Celtics, then come and took that fire into the Olympics and won. Exactly. Um so I'm glad my man Nari said that um you were out of bounds because I didn't want to break the streak. Um but I am gonna say you're out of bounds. Um I do believe that that they will actually win the gold medal. Um I saw a couple of games that looked like they have gotten uh you know, it looked like they finally got it under control. I mean, the first two games they lost, they lost to Nigeria, but when they lost to Nigeria, they were winning against Nigeria. They shouldn't have lost, but they were winning that game. Well, they lost both. I know. I know that. But and they were winning. And, and Bradley Bill was there. Look, man. Look. So, I'm just telling you what I think. All right. And, and so, I, I would say this. You know, when – and everyone's like, we got JaVale McGee on the team. We got to have somebody to play some defense on this team. This team even don't have any defense. No one can play defense on this team at all. There's no offense. You got Bam, and that was like other than that. Now you get a defensive player to somebody that's actually want to block some shots. That might change it a little bit because he's not looking for the ball. He's going to be out there just running around trying to block everything. Call his number, not once. Yes, I mean just give him a couple of lobs and let him go ahead and do the work. Not saying he's the difference maker. I'm just saying you need those glue guys. And you can't have a bunch of these guys that want to just be the ones that want to take the last shot on the panel. You know, you got to have team ball. Somebody want to get buy into that concept. And so I think that might, I mean, I think, look, I mean, don't be surprised that he's going to be that unsung person that actually is going to help them, you know, at least, you know, play some defense and get them in the game. So that's just my opinion. So what's Keldon Johnson? Johnson I don't know about him. (laughs) But I mean, if you think about it, last game he did he was seven for nine from the field. Okay. Right, cool. So I mean, so I mean, he got fifteen points and seven for nine from the field. So right. yes, I mean, so so uh, you didn't get unanimous, but you had quite yeah, a few. I won. I'm, um, I'm, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say to just for Five one of the last things here that uh, has Javale McGee had the most unconventional successful career 
ever. <laughs> like he would, like he just looked like he wasn't getting there, and then he got there. Golden State came, and then I mean, it's just just Shaq and the fool. Shaq and the fool. It just really yeah. did not look like. And now he's on Team USA. He can have a championship and and a gold medal. And I mean, look at God. <laughs> and he's a, he's a nice guy, so good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Okay, well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining the Profanity Nation podcast. Of course, we are live every Sunday night starting at 8.30 p.m. Pacific. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, the Good News Radio Network, as well as the fan club, the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on the Clubhouse app. If you want to take part in the show, that's where you want to go. You want to go to the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room in the Clubhouse app, and we are on there live. Live every Sunday night again, starting at eight thirty, and you yourself can tell Money Mike how out of bounds he is every week. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm five in a row though. Yeah, you're not. But, too I'm bad. not. But this one was. Sorry, you bit. won though. You yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got the majority vote. Majority if that counts. So that's yeah. all that matters. Okay. So everybody, again, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next week. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams.